Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. It's time to settle down. Settle down. Listen to the soothing sound. Oh, yeah. This? Oh my god, this? Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. He's on a roll. Hello and welcome back to On A Roll, where we take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. My name is Tom, and joining me as ever is... It's Emma. Hello, Tom. I was trying to do Hello. the voice you're doing. The voice? What voice do I do? My intro voice? Yeah. Welcome to One Welcome to One Roll. My name is Tom. <laughs> I'll do it like that next week, shall I? <laughs> oh, hello, everybody. Do the whole show like that. <laughs> so, we've been watching films. Wow, that's going to oh, that's gonna be a feast for the... I've just looked at my waveform <laughs> on my recording, and that is off the chart. Wow. Apologies to the listeners. <laughs> well, maybe I'll have to do some... Uh, minimizing of the volume of that yeah right uh <laughs> do you want to explain what this podcast is Emma? yeah so if you if you haven't already turned it off <laughs> thank you uh, <laughs> oh i'm having a laughing fit now okay so if you haven't already turned it off thank you very much um this is a film podcast could be a comedy podcast if we were funny um and it's all about filmographies So season one was all about um, Robert Pattinson, fan favourite. We watched all of his films in order and we talked about them. And it was strange and stressful, but enjoyable nonetheless. Um, And now we learned some things. Yeah, we did. We learned more than we bargained for. That's for sure. Um, Yeah, now we're talking about Ryan Gosling. We're having a great time, aren't we? Until now. Well, I was going to say, just (laughs) (laughs) let's just let's do a disclaimer up front. Um, Yeah. I think this is going to be a particularly difficult episode for it's us heavy. to be funny about. Because uh, yeah. it, <laughs> I guess all three films that we've watched this week touch yeah. in some way on heavy, heavy topics. And just, just, not just not in a funny way. You see it. Yeah, no, it's not funny. It's, um, uh, yeah, there's going to be a bit of discussing racism. There's going to be homosexuality, which isn't a taboo topic, but it is in the film. Um, and then the Holocaust, which isn't fun. The Holocaust, at all. Nazis, Holocaust denial. It's yeah. just a, a barrel of laughs from start to finish. So <laughs> buckle up, because oh yeah. yeah, let's let's sell in. Yeah, you best believe that we are concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in our own way we will chat absolute shit so don't don't be surprised if there's lots of tangents and we try and talk about other things other than the subject matter of these films (laughs) because yeah dear god Uh, right anyway that's that said let's let's do our thing emma and be fucking funny doing it um (laughs) (laughs) 
oh well <laughs> that comes easily to me right Tom. well we okay. this week we've watched remember the titans which is probably the least heavy of the three mm-hmm. um there's a, there's a racism in it but you know i i had a thoroughly good time watching it it is disney spoilers so. uh, the believer and the slaughter rule i wanted to yeah. say the slaughterhouse rule but i'm th- thinking of that book called slaughterhouse five or whatever oh yeah yeah, it's not that. <laughs> it's not It's not that. It's not about that. It's not that. So I think that's the order they came out in as well. So should we... Yes. Uh, I mean, let's start off nice and then people can drop off once we get to the difficult shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> remember the Titans? Yeah. So Fucking brilliant. I'd so never good. Seen, I'd never seen this film before. I'd heard people talk about it and I'd just written it off as a sports film. In fact, I think last yeah. week... I said, we're watching Remember the Titans next week. I think it's just a sports film. Yeah. Egg on my face. I feel silly. Egg all over my face and lower back. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's an image I didn't need. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what's the film about? We've said it's a sports film. Um, So it's about, I think it's based on a true story, right? Oh yeah, um, 100%, and, 100% true story. And it's about um a high school football coach who is a black man. And he is the first, um, the first black coach at like a racially mixed um, school. So it's yes. just, um, it's just after the point at which um, they were allowed to have white and black kids mixing in schools. And then he comes in as the lead coach of the football team, which obviously causes a ruffles lot of a few feathers. It ruffles several feathers. Throws a few um, cats among the pigeons. Oh, and so the coaches, what was his name now? I mean, it's Boone. Denzel Washington. Yeah, Coach Boone. Denzel fucking Washington. So thoroughly enjoyable because we love him. I mean, I- I've just got in my notes, Denzel is the man. Yeah, um, Denzel is the man. To quote another Denzel Washington film, I can't remember which one it is, but I've seen the clip a thousand times. My man. <laughs> um, he is just yeah, amazing he's in awesome. this. awesome. Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, and also, I was pleased to see, as someone who's recently started watching Scrubs and is thoroughly enjoying it, that Donald Fazer is in it. <laughs> I was going to bring this up because a few episodes ago, um, Sarah Chalk was in... Nothing too good Nothing for a cowboy. Nothing too good for a cowboy, yeah. And I brought up the fact that she was in Scrubs and Emma had never watched Scrubs and since then she's started to um, to watch it. I have. Tom unleashed a wrath on me for never seeing it and it upset my little heart. So I went well, away also, and I watched Scrubs. Well, also your your boyfriend, um, he, yeah, was, he was, he was shocked too. and appalled. He was. He never watched it. Well, apparently it's his favourite show. I've never fucking heard that before, so... <laughs> What else are you hiding from me, hmm? <laughs> Keeping these secrets? Where'd you keep them? In your hair? In your beard? Your beard full of secrets? Is that you keep Harry your Potter lies book? in there too, Luke, do you? Hmm? Harry Potter and the beard full of secrets. <laughs> it's like Professor Quirrell. <laughs> Whenever, when he shaves, that's just the face of Voldemort there. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was pleased to see him. I was pleased to see so, Donald Faison. I've got a little little nug for you as well, little teaser. I, I, like I shan't tell you when, oh. but I know from obviously sourcing all these films for us to watch that in a few weeks we've got another Scrubs cast member coming up. <laughs> so ah. well, I'm not I'm not saying that Ryan Gosling is the golden touch for the reason that Scrubs was so good, but he has worked I think that's with. A fair... Fair at, assessment. At least, to my knowledge, three members of the cast, the main cast of Scrubs. God, so. the 
the RCU is becoming quite interesting. Or I'm saying that that their uh, working experiences with Ryan Gosling was so traumatic that they all turned to medicine. <laughs> I don't know why trauma would make you go to medicine, but um, that's I mean, just that's my hypothesis that I'm hypothesizing. <laughs> hypothesizing. Um, so yeah, great film. Great film. Great film. So the, the, obviously there's a bit of racial tension. It's all about how the the white kids come to accept well that both sides come to accept one another on the football mm-hmm. team at least anyway and in the school yeah. and obviously he is replacing the current coach who they all love and he's sort of replaced seemingly well just because he is going to be a black coach or that's yeah. the reason that like the the white coaches take uh, so they hate him but then they you know they all come around and like the what's his name now uh the other coach <laughs> the one that he replaces he's like um, going to sabotage him because he wants to be in the hall of fame and he wants yeah. to replace him because basically the thing is if they lose a single game then they will replace coach boone mm-hmm. um and there's a Which game that like they, they pay off the officials to like throw the game against the titans so that he can be replaced and then the coach is like no you you play it fair because you know it's all about the game man it's all about the football yeah so he, he it, has a nice turning yeah. point Oh, I'll tell you who else is in this film as his daughter. Is it oh. Yolt? Is that his name? Yeah, Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. She's so little. <laughs> what do you know her from? I know her from Until Dawn, but I know I know that she was in Heroes, which you love. I, well, I wouldn't say I love, but yeah, I well, did when love, it came you out. You liked it once upon a time, yeah. I never watched yeah. it, but I know she was in it because I remember you used to fancy her. So. Yeah, save the cheerleader, save the world. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did. I did fancy it. Yeah. She, what what so was I supposed cool. to do, Emma? What was I supposed to do? I was a, a, a recently pubescent boy who'd ne- never, never recently spoke. Recently pubescent. Tom Price, 2021. Who'd never spoken to a girl. Or if he had, it had been in a very high-pitched voice and very scared. And she was a, te- a teenage cheerleader on a TV mm-hmm. show and she had superpowers. What was I supposed I to mean, do? I mean, that's still your type now, I feel. Look. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> look, if you're drawing comparisons to her and Scarlet Witch, then look, if that makes me guilty, then send me away. But, <laughs> you know, all I'm saying is Lock they're nice people as well. Lock away the key. <laughs> they are nice people. Well, the jury's out on WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Na, 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 na. Yeah, she, she's a very young girl. Um in this she's his little she's daughter adorable. she's cute very sassy mm-hmm. um she loves football and uh she she sort of she pretty much coaches the team i think i think she does a lot of uh, denzel's work for him <laughs> now again she interesting, was robbed interesting fact here that coach actually had four daughters in real life um but oh. they only wrote about the one but she was the one like she was the only one that actually took an interest in the football so that's why not to the extent that she does in the film but um oh fair enough and also on a slightly sadder note she died at the age of 34 um, oh, how? <laughs> she had an unnoticed heart condition. Oh, uh, undiagnosed ooh. heart condition. Um, and so she died oh, at the age of thirty-four. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. And the the so as as the game goes on, as the game as the film goes on, one of the main um, original football guys who was like massively racist and tried to like tell Coach Boone what to do, and then he like makes, "Who's your daddy? I'm your daddy." <laughs> that was brilliant. He uh, he is in a car accident and is paralysed from the waist down, uh, so he can't play for the final game. But you know they all so rally sad. together, and then they yeah. win. They win the championship. 
again in real life he didn't actually have that accident until after the final game oh so he played in all the games but obviously adds a bit of trauma trauma i just combined trauma and drama there trauma drama to have it just before the final game and then do you know how he died no in another car accident that is fucking unlucky isn't it with it that one was with a drunken driver did he never learn to stop look and listen oh he was in the car okay yeah yeah I don't know if the dry I don't know if the driver he was with was drunk or whether it was a collision with a drunken driver. I don't know. Oh, that's um, sad. Yeah. Kids at home, if someone has had a drop of alcohol, you do not get in the car with them. Capiche. I mean, <laughs> if they're driving, that should we should say. Like if if they if they're sat <laughs> if in the back seat drunk, and you're driving and you've not had anything, then it's fine. They might annoy yeah. you slightly. They might pass out, but you know, that's not okay. on you. Um, <laughs> that's not on you, you babe. you're still that's safe to drive <laughs> well now we've now we've got that little PSHE lesson out of the way yeah. on to the next PSHE lesson about accepting your brother but I I fucking love this film man I cro- I so teared good. up a few times the music Me is too. so good mm-hmm. there's a, a piece of music in it called Titan Spirit or something that plays mm. most of the time uh, when Coach Boone is giving like an inspirational message. That's really good. They but sing a lot that... of Aretha as well, which I loved. But that, that's been used loads in sporting events since this film came out, apparently. And mm. most notably, it was pay... it was played after Barack Obama's first speech after he was elected president. God, that's cool. To, like, I didn't know sig- that. signify the importance of the moment. God, the power of movies. And also, the music plays a big part because I was going to say, I have no fucking idea about American football, right? I don't understand the rules at all. So it's like it's no, like when they it's like in films when they play poker, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how to play poker either. So nope, it, me neither. I have to judge off facial expressions and like the the tone of the movie, like whether <laughs> it's a good like in Casino Royale, right? <laughs> yeah. When he's playing poker and he loses or whatever, I had no, I have no idea where like he throws his hand down. I'm like I don't know if that's good or not. Yeah, it's when they they put their cards down and it, it's whatever like a, a king and a queen. I don't know. And I'm, I'm like, I need to see someone's face so I know whether that's good or bad. And then everyone looks up and they're like... <gasps> the problem with is poker is, Emma, they've all got poker faces, so you never know. I know. Um, but God, anyway, good. with America... God, that's good! <laughs> with American football, I have, I have no idea from moment to moment what's going on. They're all getting thrown about the place. Also, seemingly yep. every game they change the colour of their uniform so you never know which team you're rooting for. Yeah, that confused me too. Like, it really confused me, actually. <laughs> But to, much. to know how well the game's going for them, the music is either like tr- swells triumphantly, triumphant, yeah, or you know, it, yeah, it, um, it's 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 dour music, it's sad music, or it's bad mu- bad music. Not bad it's as how, in the, the quality power of the music. Of music, man. Honestly, honestly. Oh, telling me how to feel. Ugh. It's like these guys making these films know what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> It's like oh they pick the music for a reason. Mad that, isn't yeah. it? Mad. Cra- I've always wondered, why do they put mu- movies in music? Mu- <laughs> music in movies. Or music. Music in movies. Music in movies. Why do they put the music in the movies? That's what I want to know. I'm getting to the heart of the matter. They got to put the music in the movies to have a picture. Oh my Sorry. god! <laughs> what just happened? Was just I just possessed. Bl- I just blacked out for a second there. I d- <laughs> Back in the room. <laughs> I don't know. God, I just feel like the energy of a New York movie critic or something just, just came into my body. Um, wow. 
that was that was yeah the music's stuff. really good huh yeah, yeah. so good <laughs> and it's sort of a thing that they all sort of the black students will sing like really good soul music at first it really annoys the white kids they don't want to sing aretha they don't want to get involved and then sort of by the end of the film everyone's singing together and it's really well, they have uplifting. their dance that they do don't they yeah they do a before dance the, as well for the games instead of like a normal warm-up coming on and running on and stretching or whatever they come on and and sing a song and do a little dance it's like glee and it's great do a little dance loved it. make a little love get, get down, down tonight, tonight. <laughs> the, <laughs> the only note that i've got really i didn't really make notes during this film because i was just enjoying no i was enjoying it. it too much yeah is at one point there's a a bit where someone's definitely had their voice adr'd uh which is where they they go back in afterwards and like dub over it but there's a mm-hmm. guy who looks a bit like a wimp but it's they've had like a fight or something and um i can't remember his name but the guy who ends up in a wheelchair at the end he sticks up for his um jerry i think oh gary spelled gary, with a G. gary 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 uh he stands up for one of his his black friends and uh this lad who doesn't look that threatening says looks like you went to the zoo and made some friends but his oh, voice yeah. is like so deep <laughs> Looks like, like you went to the like zoo, and made, to the zoo and made some friends. <laughs> yeah, it's like that is not your voice, sir. What <laughs> yeah. is going on here? One thing I would like to comment on is Ryan Gosling's character and just all of the jigging he does. Like any given oh, moment, yeah. he's just throwing some little shapes. He's moving his shoulders. He's singing along. Like from sort of the moment that the school's mixed, Ryan Gosling's character was like wanting to sing along and get everyone involved, and all his mates were looking at him like, "Why the fuck are you doing that?" But yeah, he's. I really want to clip out um, some of his dances and, and post them up because they did make me smile. He's <laughs> really sweet. Here's, here's a thing for me. So I, I, I've i already said I have no idea about American football. I nope. don't know what the physique you need, what physique you need for American football. But I feel like Ryan Gosling doesn't have it. Do you know I what I mean? That, I mean, I don't know anything about American football. I'm happy to be corrected. Um, actually, no, I'm not because I don't want to talk about it. So don't message me. But um, I think that Ryan Gosling, <laughs> don't at me. I think that he would be one of the running backs or something like that. Someone who takes the ball as far as they can because they're like quick and small, and then they throw it to someone who's a bit more of a like brute. I think the, they they do have some sort of smaller players because they're the fast ones. I think. What? what? Isn't he on the defense team though? I can't remember. Maybe. But like, I might just be chatting complete shit. What what I... Because the closest thing that I can equate it to, and I'm sure that this is like offensive to people who play American football, is that it's rugby. like rugby. Yeah. yeah. And he just doesn't have the physique of what I imagine to be a rugby player. But, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, there's that character who is from My Name is Earl, and he's like more... Oh, yeah, I was going to say... I forgot he was in it, and, yeah. And you think like... You know, he's great and all, and he's got the passion, but you would think he would have had a heart attack by now running up and down that field. But he's still on the team. They're not discriminating against no, body not. types. No, no, no. He still, he still makes it. races. So, yeah. Exactly. I've not got anything else to say, really. It's just a really good film. And if you've not seen it, I recommend you go and watch it. It's on Disney+. It's Plus. really good. And it's very poignant for, like, the modern day, I guess. Oh, I, did, like, there's I a, did think that, There's yeah. a moment where, is it Julian? He's, like, the sort of quite... I guess you could call him grumpy um, in the black students because he's just having none of it and he just thinks everyone's out for themselves. And there's a moment when they've won a game and he gets stopped by a police officer and you're thinking, oh no, 
oh no oh, but then shit. the police officer yeah. rolls down the window and he's like great game you guys you boys played last night and he's like oh thank you officer and i was thinking oh no this is feeling a bit scary but it's disney so it was fine <laughs> it reminded me of that scene the opening scene from um get out yeah you know, where he's walking exactly, through the suburbs yeah. and then there's that car uh-huh. playing run rabbit yeah i was a bit yeah. concerned but it was fine and it was very nice and the whole film is very uplifting a lot of good themes it's like a heavy theme but delivered in a really light way i think yeah yeah um, oh definitely it's very like it's very sincere as well like i don't think you yeah. could i don't think you'd be able to make that film today do you know what i mean no it's very um you're very sincere very not not cheesy but like i feel like films these days I'm actually doing some film critique here, Emma. Jesus. Oh, oh my. First time for everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think films these days are a lot more... Or the world that we live in at the moment is a lot more cynical. So is, you'd have to yeah. like you'd have to make it more jokey or like um, mm-hmm. they'd have like a heartfelt moment and then someone would like break the tension with like a joke or something. Do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, Not the exactly. tension, but like the moment. Yeah, should we give it a Should we give it a rating? Let's do it. Uh, so for anyone who's listening for the first time and has made it this far... Um, <laughs> If you're still with us, our rating system still is with based us on... If you haven't passed away listening. <laughs> our rating system is based on the actor's name. So for Ryan, the Goose Gosling, we've gone for, is it a Lucy Goosey or a Juicy Goosey? Juicy Goosey <laughs> being positive. We do also, come up, also sometimes come up with ones based on the, the name of the film. So for this, I guess it could be uh, Remember the Titans or Forget the Titans. I don't know. I had the same one. God, we're so on the same level. We're so on the same... Get off my Get level. Get off my level. <laughs> Honestly, step down off my level right now because there's only room for one of us on this level and it's me. So get off my level. I'm going to say that next time I get into a lift with someone. <laughs> get off my level. This is level two. This is it's my, my level. level. I'm going down, but you still can't be on this level. So get off my level. Take a step back. Sir, there is a pandemic on. Get out of the lift. You're not Get wearing a mask. My level. Get off my level. <laughs> Sorry, I turned into a, a Karen there, I think. Oh my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, so this is a big old juicy Remember the Titans goosey from me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I really fantastic. enjoyed this film. I mean, I described it to my justice. friend and I said, I mean, I use the word phenomenal to describe it to my friend over text. So there you go. Phenomenal. And there we just go. dish them out lightly, people. Phenomenal. I don't think that's a word that's been said on this podcast before, so... <laughs> I don't think we've watched anything phenomenal, that's why. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think we've watched anything Sorry, of this Rob. Calibra. <laughs> until now. Right, so uh, riding off that high of this feel-good film, <laughs> um, let's move on to The Believer. Uh, yes, who so... Doesn't... Who doesn't love a good film called The Believer? I made a quip last week that we we were going from watching The Unbelievables to The Believer, thinking that you know maybe they might be in a similar vein. Was not Wrong. the case. No, I um I started making quite a few notes during this film, and then it sort of tailed off because I just became quite horrified with what I was seeing. So I'll try and summarise. I guess um, yeah. it's about a uh, young Ryan Gosling who is a Jewish Nazi. Living in who, New York. He lives in New York. He's part of like Nazi gangs. Seems to absolutely fucking hate himself and um, yeah. and all Jewish people and not just Jewish people, like everyone that isn't white, basically. Classic Nazi behaviour, right? But he, he has an um, absolute hatred for Jewish people, doesn't he? Like yeah, that is his main thing. 
um his yeah his main thing is he hates jews because they are not powerful enough or something um and it's just following his journey through discovering his own judaism i suppose um while being a nazi fuck um and it's quite a heavy film i was very uncomfortable for the whole thing but i feel like i'm not going to complain about being uncomfortable because it's nothing i've had to experience so um i think that you know you're going to be uncomfortable watching films like this but it is hard when you're self-proclaimed movie comedy podcast because it's not very funny is it (laughs) no there's not a lot of um comedy to be to be mined out of this no because like (laughs) what i would compare it to with uh robert pattinson who did before he did a film called childhood of a leader and like that's about him becoming a fascist dictator right yeah. But that was only like the end of the film. Most of the film wasn't actually about that. And like there was yeah, and I, some fucked I feel... up shit that you could kind of make jokes about before that. I, yeah, I feel as though Childhood of a Leader was so ridiculous because the kid was just basically like the omen. Like he was just horrible yeah, and you yeah. could laugh about him. And that it wasn't like you were kind of living in the fascist leader's world you weren't on this kind of other side of it in a way whereas like i don't know if it's the first scene or the second scene in the believer but it's ryan gosling literally kicking the shit out of a jewish guy that oh literally the, train, literally the first scene yeah yeah and saying all sorts of stuff to him and i was just like oh it's gonna be like that is it okay <laughs> I'll and to, up then. to make to make this worse this isn't a true story but it's based on a real person yeah wasn't it based on a guy in the kkk who got outed as a jew in like the new york post or something like that yeah and then committed suicide which is dark dark and sort sort of what happens in this film but it's it's basically based on that article yeah so i guess let's just summarize the plot he joins this far-right group and he's like saying that he wants to kill this um jewish not celebrity but like businessman and yeah. it, there's loads of scenes of him going on massive long rants about why Jews are horrible. Yeah, he's poised as like an intellectual, isn't he? But Yeah, he's like saying that I don't actually know why he hates Jews. Um, I think I think the whole theme I was getting was he just hates himself and he's got obviously some huge issues with his own identity and he was like almost projecting that onto them and if you weren't sure enough that he was a nazi from the dialogue he wears a shirt with a big old swastika on it the whole yeah, time Yeah, just just in case <laughs> just shaved in head. case the shaved head isn't a look for ryan i don't think no and yeah he just he joins this group they try and bomb a synagogue doesn't the bomb fails but they like rob the synagogue and as a very random very random for this film and like the subject matter and just like reference in general but um they reference the wizard of oz i don't know if you picked <laughs> up on it i didn't know remind me but so they break into this synagogue and uh they like find i'm not very au fait with the jewish religion judaism but um they have like loads of it looks like jewels or like mm. do you know what i mean um it's like yeah. a crown and all this shit and mm-hmm. one guy grabs the crown and starts singing if I were king of the forest from The oh, Wizard of Oz. I that. Yeah, wow. he was like, if I what were king of the forest. And I was like, why are you fucking referencing The Wizard of Oz? This is so, so, so strange. Yeah. So they go into the synagogue, don't they? And they basically like deface it and rip up loads of the scrolls and graffiti in there. And I have a note, <laughs> which I didn't notice until this morning. 
I put pissing in a synagogue, how disrespectful, but my autocorrect changed it to pudding in a synagogue, how disrespectful. Pudding in a synagogue? <laughs> Have some respect. How dare you eat pudding in how the synagogue? How dare you? Not um, in front of the Torah. <laughs> Because yeah, they absolutely they, ridiculous. They get the they get the Torah out, don't they? Which is like the big scroll. Yeah, um, and they ruin it. But he's like, don't like, don't touch it. So he's he's clearly like he believes in this shit. But um, yeah. he because then he steals it and takes it home and repairs it because they tear it. And then he takes one of that again. A, a, a he takes a sash from them or whatever it is mm-hmm. and wears it underneath his Nazi uniform. So he clearly like, and then he perform. He does this weird thing where he's like doing a jewish ritual but then also doing like the hitler salute while he's doing it it's very very strange and it, it's definitely it keep, yeah like a torn identity he keeps flashing it keeps flashing back to when he was at like school and he keeps challenging his teacher about what they're learning and like uh specifically the one that's brought up is uh the story of god and abraham mm-hmm. and he made he made him sacrifice his son um mm-hmm. to prove that he loved god and he's like saying that God, it's not actually about that. It's just God proving that he's all powerful and that he's a bully. And because he, he doesn't actually kill his son in the story, but um, he he was like, it doesn't matter. He went to kill him, so he was going to kill him. So he's already dead. Mm-hmm. So like he or God ruined this man's life. He ruined like this this guy's like moral beliefs. He's just yeah. a bully, and you want to prove his power. And then he like questions the the Jewish rules a lot, like because mm-hmm. you you're not allowed to do anything on the Sabbath and all yeah. this stuff. But his dad's watching TV. And he's like, mm. that that counts as work because you're not allowed to start fires and that like electricity is fire and all this. It's, it's, yeah. He's just like getting into the nitty gritty, just nitpicking everything that's mm-hmm. about this religion. But he clearly still believes in it because he still does all this shit. Yeah. Um. I mean, one thing I've got is that the it's the return of the Robert Cinematic Universe because Esme from Twilight. Um, right. Is in it. So I <laughs> I I recognised her, but I didn't know where I recognised her from, so I had to look it up. I thought she was in um, Haunting of Hill House. But she, that's she someone. Is. is she? She is. Yeah, she's in Haunting of Hill House. Who's and she? And she's in Twilight. Oh, she's one of the sisters in Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, that's who I thought she was in Haunting of Hill House. But then when I looked yeah. on her IMDb, oh, I must it's have like, skipped that part. It's um the young sister who dies, the really really fit one who wears the glove, and then Esme. Right. Okay. As you so can see, I'm really good at remembering names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he meets up with her, and she's like. She must be an ex-lover or something, because there's like a little something, something going on between her. And she asks yep. him to spy on the far-right group that he's in, doesn't he? Doesn't she? Mm-hmm. And yep. he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, and at some point as well, he's given this interview to a reporter, and he goes off on a massive, long diatribe about why he hates Jews, or why Jews are horrible. Basically saying that they're sexually perverse, for, because oh, they like to give yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, I made a note about this. Um Oh no, maybe I didn't. I was. Oh yeah, I put way too much detail like, about fornicating because he's basically going into detail about oh you know Jews like sucking dick, but we thrust our penises or all sorts of shit about we have sex in. I do you know what I don't even know what to say. It's so graphic. He it's was so he, so graphic. What, what he was saying was that Jewish girls like to give head, but also Jewish males like to give head, but like two women. So women, mm-hmm. women orgasm. <laughs> without having penetrative sex and yeah, that ruins and he it doesn't because like that. yeah because basically he doesn't like men being thoughtful lovers <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a sweet way of putting it <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a bit of a Because the guy he's talking to even says, so basically Jews are better lovers then. He's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're ruining it for the rest of us. Like, men, men just make... Yeah, it, it, yeah, he goes into way too much detail about, like... I was like, But he's basically just of, like, a selfish yeah. man who is an insufficient lover. And there's a couple of kissing scenes where I genuinely felt like I was inside his mouth because it was so close up and so... Like, the <laughs> the sound was so, like, ASMR almost. I was just and like... The, the girl that he's the girl that he's sleeping with, she's, like... She's got a bit of a, like hit me choke me thing going on uh, which you know it's it's fine whatever floats whatever, your boat, whatever into, tickles your yeah. pickle but he, he, she says the first time that they have sex she's like hurt me and so he grabs yeah. her and she goes not that hard <laughs> that's what all that's what all the girls say isn't it like they say that they, they no never mind i'm not getting into this go on, go on. <laughs> you know girls are like oh you know i like it rough but what they mean is they like a little just a little tap on the face <laughs> Not a full slap, just a tap. <laughs> like a how just are a you sort of tap. There, there. Little pat yeah. on the back. <laughs> Whereas Ryan Gosling just went like rib punch almost. Well, the next, the next scene you see, she's just got like a bruise on the side of her face. Yeah, like fucking hell, mate. She's and then later, like that. later, they're having like a sort of argument, sort of not. And he just says to her, do you want a punch in the face? And she's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Such a weird... <laughs> Weird, oh my uh, God. weird conversation. Also, I've got a quote. I can't remember. Oh, she, she. This is in the same conversation. She says to him, like, "Oh, will because she like starts taking an interest in like Jewish culture and traditions and things like this." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she actually is slightly converted because she ends up at like the synagogue for the I forget what it is. It Rosh Hash Rosh Hashanah. I can't remember yeah. how to say it. All I remember is I did um, did RS religious studies at um, A level, and we le- we were learning about Judaism and all this. And our teacher played us a parody of "That's What Makes You Beautiful" by One Direction, <laughs> but it was this Rosh Hashanah's beautiful. <laughs> it was, oh oh oh, this Rosh Hashanah's beautiful. Oh oh, oh my oh, god, baby, what you light up my world like nobody else. <laughs> Honestly, absolute banger. Did you um, get an A? Did I? I didn't get an A in religious studies. No, but that was because I tell you, I'll tell you an aside here about <laughs> religious studies. So okay, go on. I lo- I really liked it because it was just a lot of debating, and I don't know if you know him, but I'm a master debater. Yeah, you're definitely a something debater and a c- cunning linguist. <laughs> anyway, I really enjoyed it, but um, I sort of bit of insight into my my background. My family's or like. The older generations of my family are uh, a bit religious. My granddad was a vicar and all this sort of shit. So mm-hmm. you know, I I know a fair bit about Christianity, anyway. Or like, nice. so I've had the, I've had the conversations about God a lot, anyway. Anywho, so it, it was good. And there's another guy in the class who I was really good friends with, and we both were like that because there was a load of girls in the class that were like massive God Squad. Okay, not that there's cool. A, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we would just like have back and forth debates with them and that it was mm-hmm. it was quite a good time but we would get bored sometimes yeah um, so and we had to write a lot you had to write lots and lots of essays so we um we used to set challenges to each other to get certain phrases or words into our essays oh nice i love this type this type of stuff so it, obviously that didn't reflect very well in our grades because we were just spending we weren't focusing on the actual essay in hand we were just um focusing on making ourselves laugh but the one time we had to get a musical theater reference 
into our mm-hmm. essay and oh, the God. phrase a particularly juicy watermelon <laughs> so i was i got now when you look at jesus you might not understand <laughs> why he let the things he did get so out of hand <laughs> this is a nice Very little nice. juice christ superstar reference and yeah. it was like it was about uh i can't remember what the, this is probably extremely boring for people but, no 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 uh, i love it carry on how did I get juicy watermelon in there? It was like um, <laughs> something about, I can't remember what the philosophical thing was, but I was like, for example, if I gave you, if I had a particularly juicy watermelon to eat and you wanted some and I didn't give you some, blah, 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 blah. But uh, she no- she noticed that one. The, te- the teacher did noticed she, that one. Yeah. Did she comment she, on it? Like in When I got pen, the essay back, the there was like, a, literally, it was like circled and it was like, what is this? <laughs> I think she must have noticed because he'd obviously put it in his as well. So, uh, uh. Do you know what? Me and my friend used to play that game. Um, we both worked at the student shop um, on my university campus. Um, and obviously it was just a lot of dicking around, um, just trying to have fun, especially on Saturdays when it wasn't very busy. And we used to challenge each other to get different words and phrases into a conversation with the next customer. Oh, I love, <laughs> I I love that shit. Andy gave me Peter Andre. Um <laughs> For the next customer and he came to the till didn't say anything he didn't even speak to me and i was like oh this is going to be bad because he's not chatty and there was music on the radio it was just like bbc radio and i was sort of jigging and i went it's no peter andre is it <laughs> and he was just like what the fuck <laughs> what is this bitch talking about <laughs> i would love i love the idea that it wasn't even music playing it was like <laughs> bbc news or something <laughs> and it was like i mean obviously it wouldn't have been at the time but it was like boris johnson announces give state give statement over a hundred thousand covid deaths in the uk no no peter andre is it <laughs> oh i hope peter andre wasn't involved in those hundred thousand deaths whoa 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 <laughs> mysterious girl i can't get your body close to mine there's a pandemic <laughs> Did we both do that? <laughs> Fucking hate us. Um, anyway. Yeah, wow. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. JJ. Anyway, this film all culminates in the fact that he's he's getting increasingly um, hating himself and confused about mm-hmm. his identity. And he's gonna yeah. they're gonna bomb a synagogue again, and they've made sure the bomb works this time. But this time, it's going to be full of people. Mm-hmm. But he goes to the thing to give to read like the I don't know the scripture or something. Lead yeah. lead the service anyway, and his girlfriend's there. And then he repents and he like tells everyone to get out because there's going to be a bomb going off. But then he stays in there and basically stays, commits suicide. Yeah. And then there's Aww. like, because also throughout it, there's a, at one point they batter some Jewish people. So they have to go to some sensitivity training and they sit with some Holocaust survivors. And yeah, that's guy, a lot, isn't it? The one guy tells a story about how they wanted him, these like colonels or generals wanted him to give him his three-year-old son and his son was crying. So he like held him to like calm him down. But the the soldiers took that as like disobedience, so they got a bayonet and then speared the kid on the bayonet and lifted Ugh. it up and and then Ryan Gosling's like, "Why didn't you do something, you fucking coward?" And it's like, <sighs> "Whoa!" But then this it, is sensitivity training, my friend. You're doing it for wrong. for the rest of the film. He then has like keeps having visions of the story, and then it slowly like he becomes each person in the story. Like he, yeah, like he, he becomes the soldier as the Nazi, as the Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah. And then he sees that again just before he dies, and then he like 
I don't know, the ending's weird. He's like in another vision and he's back in the school where he was challenging his teacher. Yeah. But he's he's older, Ryan Gosling, and then he's running up the stairs and the teacher try, keeps trying to stop him and have a conversation with him. And he runs mm-hmm. up the stairs again and he's like, why, where are you going? There's nothing up there. And then that's how the film ends. So I don't really know what the point, what what the, what they're trying to say. Like, are they saying that there's no God? Like, or he, he was, that, what he was yeah, doing was pointless I think... or I don't know. But this was I mean... Ryan's first starring role in a film. So he went hard. <laughs> Do you know what? I was thinking this actually. I think because we have watched his um, film and TV appearances in such quick succession, it feels like we've gone to, like we've gone from him in fucking break a high, overacting and pulling stupid faces and being on a boat with a bunch of teenagers to like being a Nazi. And it's just like, it's gone zero to a hundred really quick. Literally as the last viewer. The last thing we saw him in, he was like young Hercules. It was like yeah, oh fun, yeah, swashbuckling so kid fun. action. And now he's like yeah, <laughs> in in this kill film, all the it's, Jews. It's a lot, yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, should we? It's give a it... hard hitter. It's a real hard hitter. It's very good. I feel oh, it's, like it's as a good. film, it's, it's brilliant. Hard watch, dark, but very dark. Probably a neat like a thing people need to watch. Um, yeah, for sure. Especially because those people still exist. If anything, there's probably more than there's ever been because now yeah. we have the internet, which is full of twats as well as real life. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, if you take away anything from our chat about this, um, go punch a Nazi. Yeah, but do, do it do it in a way that you know that you're not going to get like shot. So, like you know, <laughs> you know, just yeah. Check them first. Say, fuck, excuse fuck, me, sir. Fuck can fuck I just Nazis. pat you down and just check? Just check you don't have anything on you. No, he's clean. And then punch him in the face. Oh, and also in the story, before he commits suicide, the article is released revealing him to be Jewish. So it, that's sort of like the parallel between the real guy. Yeah. Yeah. Should we give it a rating? Yeah. I don't know that that was the most comprehensive review or, you know, talk about a film, but I don't feel very comfortable talking about it like i don't think i'm uh, the right person to be talking about it do you know what i mean like, no um but you know we this is what we do in on a roll we watch everything whether yeah. it's tough or not because we're dedicated to the craft my the friends craft, the art the craft the artistry of it all right so i mean can i call it juicy yes <sighs> i can should i no <laughs> juicy doesn't, but I will. <laughs> doesn't feel like the right terminology does it but if that's no, our but... positive what like it's a good film it's just a, it it's a just a film. tough film. Yeah, we're giving it a juicy. And it clearly, it's clearly. I don't know if it's something that. Well, it must be something that he cares about because I hate to tell you, I mean, we're going to have another one of these in a few weeks. Are we? Okay. Yeah, he's in a film literally about the Holocaust. That's just like Sweet. Holocaust survivors' stories. Well, I'm learning a lot, so that's good. So yeah, I mean, it's probably important stuff for us to watch. Mm-hmm. Just not the most entertaining for us to talk about, but no. talk about it, we we shall and should. We shall and should, we should and shall. So let's take us on then to The Slaughter Rule. Yep. So I actually made more notes about this than any of the other films. Really? I made the least, so... Yeah. Well, that's because I went from making valid notes to just basically writing my thought stream, and then I thought, I'm going to have to stop doing this because this is really boring. <laughs> So I tried to stop, but I just couldn't. Because once, once I'm going on my notes, I can't stop. It doesn't happen very often. So, so what's mm-hmm. this film about? Um, this film is about Ryan Gosling's character, a young lad. He loses his dad. Does he lose his dad? Yeah, oh, how God, careless of him. Know. Where did he put yeah. him? <laughs> he lost him in the him. supermarket. Um, he gets Do you hate from... that? You know when you leave your house <laughs> and you go, you pat yourself down. Da- Shit. <laughs> I forgot my I've dad. I forgot my dad. 
Uh, <laughs> no, all joking aside, his dad commits suicide. But um, yeah, anyway, that's it. yeah, sorry, um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he gets cut from the high school football team. This is another football film, but disappointingly, it's not quite in the same vein as um, Remember the Titans. No, it's not quite. It's um, it's a bit tough. And then a kind of hobo looking man played by david morse who i'm a huge fan of which was very exciting for me kind of pulls up and tries to convince ryan to join his six-man football team which i guess like like five-a-side football ragtag yeah basically it's five-a-side to join his like ragtag team of um footballers um and it's all about their sort of relationship it's very odd in places yeah i wasn't really sure what the the message of it is because like you i thought it was going to be like oh he's lost his father he's going to have a replacement father figure they're going like, to learn to deal with dad, his emotions yeah. and sort of thing sort of thing but no in a word not in a word in like a sentence this film is just a lot of men not talking about or dealing with their emotions yeah not talking about or dealing with their emotions not talking about or accepting sexuality um it's ryan gosling again not being a very thoughtful lover yeah um to his girlfriend um there's a whole scene where she sort of tells him she's a bit disappointed with his performance because she just doesn't feel she doesn't feel like it's very um intimate um she doesn't feel like he wants to be there so yeah i mean you know sometimes sometimes you know sometimes you just don't want to be there you're just in a situation you're like Oh, and also Amy Adams is in it. Cool. Is she? Are you... You didn't notice? No. You're kidding. Where's Amy Adams in this film? She's not in it for very long. She's in um one of the, like, cafeteria scenes. I can't think... I can't think of she played. She wasn't in it for very long. Did you seriously not see her? I did not see Amy Adams. Yeah, she I'll be honest with you. And I was like, ooh, Amy Adams. Full disclosure, I watched all these films back to back to back, mm-hmm. and I was flagging by this one. So... Maybe I wasn't the most attentive. Yeah. Attentive so, I mean, viewer my, or lover. <laughs> my overriding note for this film is I felt as though this is the film that's kind of priming him for the notebook, in my opinion. Because even though it's not like a very, oh, Ryan Gosling's such a dreamboat kind of film, it's like, mm. it feels similar in how serious it is. And it feels like a, a drama in the same vein. And I was watching it like, it feels like he's going to be in the notebook very soon. And I think he was. So, yeah. Can I just Pretty... say I've never seen the notebook? You've never seen the notebook? I've not seen most of his films. <laughs> is next so... week going to be the first time you've seen it? Oh, my God. I think so, yeah. Yeah, all I've heard wow. is that it makes people cry. So um, It is, yeah. It is a bit of a tearjerker. It's not one of my favourite films. I'm not really into, like, romantic films. But I Rom-com. do love um, Rachel McAdams and I do love Ryan Gosling. So there you go. Can't go there wrong. we go. Anyway, back onto the, the slaughter rule. Yeah. Yeah. So he, his dad kills himself. He he doesn't have a very good relationship with his mum. She's always like away and he's got all these different boyfriends. But they live on a ranch as well. So he's back to his cowdoy roots. <laughs> cowdoy. Cowdoy. And <laughs> so he starts drinking as well, doesn't he? And then the is it Gid Gideon? Yeah. He yes. like says like you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself basically if you don't stop drinking. And he's mm-hmm. also got like a bit of a shade, not a shady past, but there was a kid that died and everyone says that he killed him. Like, mm. not like a murder, but like he was the reason that he died. Neglect. Yeah. You sort of find out a bit more of that later on. And then you? there's also like rumours that he's gay and that he's like grooming these kids. Well, there's a scene where David Morse, Gideon is like 
holding Ryan Gosling so close to him and has sort of his lips pressed against his ear. And I Ryan think he gives Gosling's him a little like, kiss. Yeah, Ryan ear. Gosling's like, get the fuck off me, get off me right now. And he's just like almost clamping him. And I was just like, oh, I actually put a note. Oh, he gay, cool. <laughs> because it, before that, he's like asked him if he's ever had sex or whatever. And he's like, I've never been with a girl. And he's like, he says, yeah, like I've, never been with a, I've never been with a woman. Whores don't count. I just put, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> They're not Don't real. Don't they count? They are real people. Souls are real too. <laughs> and then, yeah, I was getting um, the gay vibes from that sort of um, unconsenting hug that he gave to Ryan Gosling. Yeah. And then their relationship goes a little bit weird, doesn't it? Yeah. It's very like, yeah, it's very strange. And then he he falls out with his mate who is like uh, of, uh, what's the right word? He's like, <laughs> I don't know what the right like word is. He's like an Inuit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the right word. Of Inuit descent. Um, but he doesn't know his dad, and he like goes off to live to see to like discover his family a bit more, because um, they mm-hmm. play against some of his family from up north. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then he comes back, but then he, he gets injured. There's always an injury in these. It's football, isn't it? Dangerous game. And then, so he gets sent off, and then Ryan Gosling's like, "No, we're going to carry on playing because they're getting absolutely obliterated by this other team." And Gid's like, yeah. "No, you know, we need to call it a day. We need to." be sensible here and ryan gosling's like no i'm not gonna give up i'm not gonna give up blah, blah, blah. he's going a bit nuts isn't he and then he's like get off me man you fucking gay he calls him a crying little pussy you homo and all this shit and then he storms off he's like you're queer crying little pussy i was like that's a bit mean but he's, that's not he, very nice. he's always his like ride home isn't he um yeah. and he drives off and then they're like in the middle of nowhere in the middle of snow so gid has mm-hmm. to walk home and then ryan gosling like sort of comes to some realization that his dad killed himself and that mm-hmm. it was because he was sad. It's and daddy issues central, isn't it? He sort of comes to terms with that and then he goes back and gets gets Gid, but he's like passed out and he puts him in the ho- gets him to the hospital and then he mm. sort of makes okay with him, but it didn't really feel like he came to terms with any of his issues to me. No, not at all. It felt like a very unfinished sort of character arc. Yeah. Um, and his so girlfriend leaves fav- him as well, doesn't she? she my like favourite part of this film was that scene where she was saying that he's not an attentive lover and um she says i think i liked you better when i thought you were someone else and he's like well who would you rather i be and she says older and i was like his name is roy like how young can he be his name is roy that is an old <laughs> dusty name isn't that okay. his dad's name as well though isn't he like yeah. Roy junior or something and then the best part which made me crease was um ryan responding or roy and going, right, well, I suppose it felt right with what's-his-bucket. <laughs> what's-his-bucket. Instead of what's-his-name, he says, what's-his-bucket. <laughs> it really made me laugh. I wrote uh, it down. I had to write it down, and then I put LMAO. <laughs> <laughs> what's-his-bucket. I'm going to use so that funny. now. I'm going to use yeah, that. Yeah, me. It really made me oh, laugh. Oh, God. I've got a few notable quotables okay. from this. Hit me. Uh, no don't hit me (laughs) not that hard what you doing having a spaz attack (laughs) that's not quite um you can't say that no more uh and women get all wet for a black eye jesus christ (laughs) that's because he's in a fight and then gid's like oh yeah that's gonna be good for you women get all wet for a black eye oh god also when he first when he first gets with the girl she like writes it gives him her her phone number but she writes it on him in lipstick like on his (laughs) torso like there's better ways to give someone your phone number <laughs> like i'm sure she could have found a pen i'm yeah. sure she could why have you got lipstick but not a pen like do you know what i mean 
Is that crucial? Yeah, there's a hierarchy of needs here. (laughs) Pen is definitely above lipstick. (laughs) Stupid bitch. (laughs) And also, write a bit smaller. Like, she writes big numbers. She has to go onto a second line. Like, although as someone who uses lipstick, I do think it's hard to write small in lipstick because it's so thick. Look, I'm not saying I'm not saying that she (laughs) should write in like size eleven font, but like, (laughs) and like be doing calligraphy, but like make it make it a little bit smaller. Yeah, it's his whole stomach is covered in numbers. He looks like memento. If she's writing that, I mean, are American phone numbers shorter or something? Because like, if you happen to write down your mobile number, she'd have to use his full body, like (laughs) eleven numbers, back of his legs, back. Yeah, and then he's like, now which one goes? Is it right arm first or left arm? It's literally memento. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's literally that. Yeah, I mean, this film was unusual. I am such a big fan of David Morse. So I did really enjoy his him, role in him it. being in it. Um, and I also think that for Ryan, as a fairly um, young actor, quite new to lead roles, for me, it feels quite impressive for him to be starring opposite David Morse, who is fucking massive and quite scary. Yeah, um, it was more, and of a, he does it amazingly. More of an independent film, this. So yeah, you know, he's he's doing his indie circuit as well, just like Rob did. Yeah, it was not quite as traumatic as Rob's film, no. though. So should we should we give this a rating? Yeah, let's do it. Is it so for me? This is probably a bit more of a loosey goosey. Yeah, it was a loosey goosey, but that might, that it, may be owing to the fact that I was just fatigued of watching. Ryan's I wouldn't film. say I enjoyed watching it. So yeah. for me, it's a loosey, and I I didn't really get the point of it, and like I didn't feel like suddenly he just dealt with all his issues, and I didn't really feel like he'd earned that like there's, yeah, ten, there's not... 10 minutes left to go and i was like he's not dealt with anything here and then suddenly he was just like oh yeah i get it yeah i'm not overly interested in th- these kind of men struggling narratives <laughs> unless it, unless it's batman <laughs> um Look, so, it's yeah. hard to be a straight white male so <laughs> oh dear right should yeah. we should we do the official ryan gosling ranking then oh yeah should i give you the top five it's the official ryan gosling ranking (laughs) i just really wanted to i really wanted to do a jingle today that was beautiful (laughs) thanks top five here we go in at number five are you afraid of the dark in at number four the adventures of shirley holmes in at number three goosebumps in at number two, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. And in at number one, it's Young Hercules. Ooh, lovely. Right, well, remember the Titans. Straight up there. Straight into number one, in it. Straight into number There's, one. Look, I've never been more certain of anything in my life. <laughs> okay, where are we going to stick The Believer? Um, The Believer. I feel like it was really good. It was good. It's just a difficult um, one, isn't it? I didn't in, feel good at watching five? it. Um, number five is The honestly, Adventures of Shirley Holmes now. I mean, it's it's better than The Adventures of Shirley Holmes. It's better it? than Goosebumps, probably, isn't it? Yeah, let's stick it above. Is it better Goosebumps. than Young? Is it better than Young Hercules? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> is it better than Hercules: The Legendary Journeys? I think, yeah. Okay, splitting up Young Hercules mm-hmm. and Hercules Originale. Okay, and then finally. The slaughter rule. That can go down with like PSI factor. <laughs> Better than nothing too good for a cow doy? Or <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Just just only just though. <laughs> okay do. So yeah, we'll we'll post that somewhere. That is the official yeah. Ryan Gosling ranking. Now Love it. Hey, check it out. It's Ryan Gosling Fact of the Week. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Um, so the fact of the week is that our man, Ryan Gosling, loves knitting. 
<laughs> so this fact says, he just wants to sit in a room all day and knit. He told Vanity Fair, if I had to design my perfect day, that would be it. And you get something out of it at the end. You get a nice present. A nice present. What a sweet young man. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, is he knitting like just cross stitch or is he doing like a bit of crochet as well? He's, I mean, do you know what knitting is? Because cross stitch isn't knitting. (laughs) Well, what's that called? What's that type of stitch called? What? (laughs) There's a different, there's different types of stitches. Look, my mum does a lot of knitting and crocheting and yeah. He's doing, he's knitting like scarves and hats and shit, I imagine. Right. So he's not making a crochet Bernie Sanders then? (laughs) He could be. Shall I ask him? Ryan, if you're out there, are you making a crochet Bernie Sanders? Hey, Ryan, my man. (laughs) My boy. I I feel confident to call you my man. I don't really. I've never called anyone my man in my life. Only ironically. My man. (laughs) Um, My man. Wow. Do you reckon, maybe we should like petition for him to like make us some stuff. Oh my God, maybe he should knit us an honor roll scarf each and it can be like yellow and pink and blue i know wow Wow. well ryan get on it mate you obviously owe us a lot like you know (laughs) yeah you're not busy are you you? pretty much owe us your career at this point so (laughs) (laughs) yeah we made you (laughs) yeah you are you're only getting these roles that you've been getting because we've been talking about you so (laughs) come on time to pay it forward you know (laughs) pay it forward and knit us a scarf (laughs) or two It could just be one. We'll share. We'll we'll send it back and forth between our homes. It's fine. Yeah. To be fair, I don't know that I've got the the neck for a scarf. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's a scarf neck? A sc- I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I'm the kind of person that could pull off a scarf. I mean, depending on how you tie the st- scarf, if you try and pull it off, you're going to strangle yourself. But like, <laughs> sorry, say so what? If you try and pull it off, you're going to strangle yourself. Yeah, because like, if you you know or when you like, like you fold the scarf in half and then you. You take that loop and you shove it through. If you pull that yep. bit, you just made a, you've made a noose for yourself. <laughs> Whereas if you just drape it over your shoulders and you pull one end, it's going to come straight off, isn't it? But Ryan, please knit me a noose so I can end it all. <laughs> <laughs> a knitted noose. Just kidding. <laughs> a knitted noose from the goose. A noosey goosey. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a new one. Was it a juicy goosey, a loosey goosey, or did it make you want to kill yourself? <laughs> a noosey goosey. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness from the jaws That's of defeat good. we've cla- we've grasped absolute <laughs> comedy gold it's just a shame that no one stuck with us through the holocaust yeah oh, i mean God. i don't blame them it's hardly right. a fucking day out in benidorm is it should we so... should we end it and by it i mean the podcast <laughs> not our lives yes yes um <laughs> yes right this is the end of the show if you've enjoyed and please leave us a rating on apple itunes or wherever if you want to contact us you could like email us and like let us know that you've watched some of the films that we've watched or talked about or we're going to talk about you could i don't know you could suggest someone for us to talk about in the future um Mm -hmm. if you want to contact us where can they get at us emma they can get at us at honor roll pod on twitter and instagram um honor roll pod at gmail.com honor roll pod on facebook on patreon um pretty much anywhere just type it in see what on comes up com. have we done that one uh yeah on com. the website um so go check it out on com. the website the podcast <laughs> yeah the musical that, that's about it isn't it yeah thank you very much for sticking with us through this um 
interesting episode of dark themes hopefully we'll just be able to chat absolute shite next week well next week is a motherfucking notebook so well there is that should i tell you what we're watching next week i am so excited for you to watch it for the first time because i i don't know if you'll even enjoy it because it's a big soppy film i'm a big soppy boy i'm a big soppy doy (laughs) i'm a big soppy boy i like to cry i have emotions good i'm a complex human being you are, as he said in the slaughter rule, a big crying pussy. <laughs> big crying pussy. Um, so we're watching Murder by Numbers, The United States of Leland, and The Notebook next week. Yay! So hopefully, I mean, there's a bit of murder in there, a bit of intrigue. Mm. Uh, hopefully, it won't be as uh, depressing or as heavy next week. Yeah. But thank you for listening. And with that, I bid you farewell. Goodbye. Adieu. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 